0: Since I became a Christian, I have heard people say, and I'm sure I've said it, though it's been a while, so I just opened my Bible this morning and here's what happened, and almost every time, it's a good story, but it makes me cringe a little because 65 of the 66 books in the Bible were not written to just be opened and read. My favorite book in the New Testament right now is Colossians, because in the four short chapters, there are so many beautiful promises of God fulfilled by the work of Christ and the indwelling Holy Spirit. Almost every E.D. word in the book, over 30 of them, is a promise about God's good character revealed to us. Yet at the same time, in the four short chapters, there are false teachings that Paul is combating. There are specific issues going on in the church that he's speaking into. And so understanding the book requires context. And using it devotionally requires some engagement with that context. And every book in the Bible is like that. Except the Psalms. I would even argue that the context of the Psalms is largely a distraction because we don't always know. For instance, Psalm 118 this morning, we don't know the context of it. That doesn't mean it's not a blessing. Other Psalms, when we know the context, can distract us from the words. I'm recording this on November 28th, so this morning that means I read Psalm 28, which is a beautiful reorientation against amidst enemies. If an enemy is someone who's not for us, you and I have enemies. How do we pray about them? How do we reconcile and, in our hearts God's existence and love for us amidst people that are not for us? Psalm 58 is a psalm of hateful disorientation. Much stronger language than Psalm 28. And you know, you and I have moments of crazy anger. Maybe we don't like the word hate, but in check Psalm 58, if you think I'm wrong, Okay, but you and I feel incredible emotions of anger towards people mixed with sadness and fear oftentimes. What do we do about that? Do we just squash it? Do we punch them verbally or physically? What do we do? I think Psalm 58 is a terrific mentor to us about pouring out our hatreds to God, knowing that he takes them seriously, which is a paraphrase of Walter Brueggemann talking about a different psalm of disorientation. Psalm 88 Is one of the darkest chapters in the Bible. A person who is deeply depressed and expresses the darkness of that to God. So encouraging to know that we are not to hide our darkest places and moments and seasons from Him. Psalm 118 is a wonderful psalm of orientation that reflects regularly on the steadfast love of the Lord. Verse 13 says this, I was pushed hard so that I was falling, but the Lord helped me. Which of us can't relate to that? Can't we all? (laughs) Haven't we all felt that way by life, by people, by ourselves, by school, by work, by family that we've been pushed hard and it felt like we were falling? But the Lord helped us. Psalm 148 is a beautiful psalm of orientation about all of creation being the Lord's and praising him, a sunset or a walk or a sunrise, the ocean, the mountains, when the trees change color or when the beauty of winter or summer is upon us. Psalm 148 is a terrific accompaniment in and in a chapter of the Bible that gives voice to the praise of creation. So my encouragement is that we don't just open the Bible. But we do just open the Bible to the middle, to let the Psalms befriend us in prayer, to let them mentor us, to simply open them and let them pray us when we don't have our own words. That's my hope for myself when I opened the Psalms in the morning. That was my hope here at CPC for the last month as I preached on this. That's my hope for you as you listen to Five More Minutes. I was pushed hard so that I was falling, but the Lord helped me.